This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Let's go! Let's go! Happy Thursday, everybody. Today is the 16th of September. We are four days away from Election Day. Last night was interesting. I can't even play any audio for you because I don't speak French, but former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney joined Aaron O'Toole at a campaign stop in Quebec. Hmm. It's kind of funny. I like that we're dragging out all these old Prime Ministers. I don't know if it's going to have any impact on things, but I have a feeling your grandparents are like fucking jacked well an endorsement is an endorsement here and you're right there's a certain demo that will hear that and see that and go all right then it's good to get that clarification i'm not sure if anyone's going to make a decision based on those but if they get a little clarity and it makes them feel like they're a trustworthy individual then yeah it might work i've met brian mulrooney uh sorry prime minister mulrooney a number of times and he's uh he's a really down-to-earth guy. I mean, he, uh, well, infamously, he's the guy who brought in the GST, and, and people back in the 80s fucking hated him for that. But he uh, was generally considered a fiscal conservative, but also very compassionate on things like uh, social issues, on the environment. He was way ahead of his time. He signed the treaty to try and end acid rain, if you remember that, that oh. the original OG climate fiasco. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that'll probably move the needle for some, but the latest polls have the liberals just creeping ahead in the GTA and even in Atlantic Canada, they're doing well enough that it looks like it's going to be another liberal minority government if the polls are true. And I don't know if this is going to move the needle or not, Kat, but I'm thinking about our listeners out in Alberta right now. Mm. God damn it. I thought you guys were in the clear. You, uh... You had your third wave, and then you just took all the restrictions off. You know what? I I believe what they said at the time was the lockdowns have had a devastating impact on mental health, and opioid use is up, overdoses are up, suicides are up. And they said, we want to try and tackle that by taking these restrictions off, but we're going to send you guys on your own, and, and you guys just protect yourselves, get a vaccine. They always encourage vaccines. But they did take those public health restrictions off, and now they're at a point where they got to go back into basically a lockdown, and now they're introducing a vaccine certificate program. I didn't think Alberta would do it. I didn't think they would admit they were wrong, but they admitted they were wrong. Well, uh, it, it is, it's interesting because, I yes, of course, in one way, you, it depends on what way you want to look at it, right? Yes, you could say that they were wrong in doing what they did, and this is the reason why they have to go into lockdown again. But it's also on the individuals who maybe maybe did things the wrong way. Maybe there were people who weren't. Did they have any measures, by the way? Did they take them off completely? Remind me of what their last, before they went to lockdown, what it, what the mandate was. Yeah, they eliminated things like contact tracing. Mm. They took away the period of self-isolation if you had a potential exposure. Mm-hmm. And those were all meant to let people more or less live their lives. But a couple of things went wrong here. Number one, people. 
People have been the problem since day one. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's not the government's job to protect you. You have a mask. You know how to prevent COVID. Stay six feet apart. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. All that shit. And vaccines are there. It couldn't be any more convenient. We're driving buses to offices to get people vaccinated. Mm -hmm. It's free. Why in the shit? Are we still having this many people catch COVID-19 when we know what to do and the vaccines are there? But in Alberta, it's real. I mean, look at these numbers that they've got. Uh, 18,000 active cases. That's the highest in the country. 269 patients in intensive care in a system that is set up to house 173 ICU patients. Well, do the math. 269 is a lot higher than 173. It seems like people just didn't do the basics that they were asked to do. Mm -hmm. Stay six feet away. Wear a mask. If you're in a setting where you can't physically distance, wear a mask. Don't hold indoor gatherings, especially with people you don't know. But it seems like they didn't care and and people caught COVID. And I'm really not sure why that's the premier's fault, but they did. Yeah. I mean, also, if you have a kind of uh, lackadaisical I'd approach it seemed before this went down then that's what that's what the general public is going to feel and and color them wrong or right for doing that but if they feel like ah they're not worried about it so why should i be that can be a problem which is why leadership is so important to stress that these things are important to have put those things in place i think also puts them a, with a little bit of blame i i feel for those people i feel for those uh, all of the businesses that are going to be affected. There's now a work from home order, basically. So you absolutely have to work from home unless you can't. Uh, it's It sucks, man. I got a sister-in-law out there. I know she's probably frustrated with all of this, too. She works for the library system in Edmonton, so yeah. she runs them. So I'm sure that that doesn't make her happy. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel for everybody. If you have to go through that, that's just, honestly, that's my fear here in Ontario, Scott. I don't want that to ever happen to us. Yeah, I, I am glad that Alberta's keeping their businesses open. They're encouraging people to use takeout and delivery and stuff like that yeah. and curbside. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many people are going to do it because let's also keep in mind the realities on the ground. Albertans are proud Albertans and they don't want to be told what to do. They were screaming at the top of their lungs at their government at the end of the third wave. This was back in late May and early June. Open this bitch up. Let's fucking go. The government did what the people wanted and now They're in a shitty situation. COVID spread the way COVID does. The Delta variant spreads a lot easier than regular COVID did, apparently. And and frankly, they're pointing their fingers at the premier and the chief medical officer of health. And, And yeah, they probably do deserve some criticism there. But frankly, I'm not putting all the blame on Jason Kenney or Dina Hinshaw. You knew how to protect yourself. And if you didn't do that, is it really somebody else's fault or is it your fault? Yeah. Uh, I do want to play just a couple seconds of yesterday because the media in Alberta are fucking savage cat. You said your government was wrong to treat this as an endemic, which guided your response over the last two months. And as Dr. Hinshaw said, that's fueled this increase in infections, hospital admissions and deaths. You've apologized, but will there be any more accountability resignations or firings, a public inquiry. I'm just wondering what consequences will there be for this disastrous miscalculation? They eventually went on to have a, one of the reporters from one of the Sun papers out there basically lecture the premier 
for two and a half minutes before he got to his question, which was a two second question. Will you step down? <laughs> I was like, holy Jeez. fuck. Uh, we, we certainly don't get questioning like that at Queens Park in Ontario, but uh, in the end, no, he did not call for resignations. And he said there will be a time to dissect what went right and what went wrong when it's done. And that's just sort of the way it is. Uh, it sucks, though, for Alberta. It really, really it does. I, I mean, just feel for them. I just feel for the people at Alberta for this. It's It sucks. I feel bad. And I do across Canada and around the world for the people who have done what they were asked to do. Kat, you managed to go 19 months now without catching COVID-19. And maybe mm-hmm. it's a coincidence or maybe it's dumb luck, but you did it. Mm-hmm. I managed to go all this time without catching COVID-19. Partially because I'm vaccinated. Partially because I followed the rules and I didn't put myself in shitty situations. And frankly, I don't understand how you can, with a straight face, blame this on Jason Kenny. Should he have ended the contact tracing? Absolutely not. Contact tracing is important. I don't know how effective it is in all cases because most people don't even answer their phones anymore. But, I mean, they have to let people know, hey, you were at this place and there was a confirmed case, so you should go ahead and get tested. That sort of thing can help. 2021, technology the way it is. I mean, I've got my phone set that it just sends right to voicemail a call from a number that is not in my address book. I think there's a lot of people who have figured out that feature and many other features and they're not answering the phone. But ending contact tracing, ending self-isolation periods, they probably should have been left in effect. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, to to shut everything down and close businesses, I, I think that Alberta probably did the right thing by not doing that. And there's a lot of provinces that were very jealous for a while. The problem is they went from one extreme to the other. And, yeah. and that's why yeah. they're in the situation they're in. They might have been jealous, but they questioned it too, right? There's a little bit of both, I think. Absolutely. There's blame to go around everywhere, but to put it squarely on the government, I just don't get that. And to be honest with you, if we weren't in the middle of a a federal election where everybody's so partisan, then I don't know if it would be as pointed a criticism. But they're trying to say, oh, you can't count on Jason Kenney or the conservatives to fight COVID. That's one example in a province that wanted exactly what they got, and now they're freaking out that they got it. So you put two and two together. Uh, Let's go on to Nicki Minaj quickly here. Mm. I never in a million years, Kat, would have thought that Nicki Minaj would be the topic of conversation on Tucker Carlson Live (laughs) on Fox News. But she was. And I certainly never thought that Tucker Carlson would be defending Nicki Minaj. But last night, he did. He came out and said, look at this. Nicki Minaj is doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Do your own research. Make a choice for you. Blah, blah, blah. And she's trying to and they're trying to cancel her for it. Now, two things about that tweet. Last night we read it. We put the graphic on the screen and we suggested that Nicki Minaj's cousin is the one with the swollen testicles in Trinidad. And we were wrong and we want to admit it. We henceforth correct the record. Nicki Minaj's cousin's testicles are not swollen. As far as we know, he's fine. It's Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's testicles who are swollen from taking the vax. That's the claim. I don't know that people are necessarily trying to cancel Nicki Minaj because she told a story that was highly likely to be untrue. Even the government of Trinidad and Tobago says, yeah, we don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Mm -hmm. Swollen balls from a vaccine? That's not a thing. There's been no reported cases around the world of somebody getting swollen nuts because they got a vaccine. But a friend of Nicki Minaj's cousin did it? (laughs) Like, come on. This is her claim. Do you want to hear what the health minister had to say yesterday after this claim came down? 
Let's hear it. This is this was you know we've seen our fair share of news conferences on COVID nineteen and on the vaccines. This one's one for the books. What was sad about this is that it wasted our time yesterday trying to track down because we take all these claims seriously, whether it's on social media or mainstream media. As we stand now, there is absolutely no reported such side effect or adverse event of testicular swelling in Trinidad or I dare say none that we know of anywhere else in the world. He must have been fucking shocked. Phone's ringing off the hook and he's like, why? I'm just the health minister of Trinidad and Tobago. Why is CNN and NBC and CBS trying to call me? Oh, I got it. Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. So, and like you mentioned, you, if you get a claim like that, you have to go out of your way to try to investigate it. And what, and, and like you said, it was an absolute waste of time for he and his team. What a shot at Nicki Minaj, who basically is kind of flaking it off on social media, as you can, as you can imagine. And then all the late night talk shows. I mean, you mentioned all the news, all of the different news uh, shows, everything was talked. Everybody was talking about it yesterday. Late night talk shows too. I, I don't know how she isn't embarrassed. Maybe she is embarrassed. I'm not really sure how she feels. But she wanted to make it clear that she does plan to get it. And even even the president of the United States offered up his doctor for any questions Nikki might have. See, and this is where they lose me. Seriously? We're offering up the White House physicians to talk to Nikki Minaj on the phone about why she personally should get vaccinated? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Are they going to phone everybody who's unvaxxed in America? Or is it just because a celebrity got involved and it made some pop culture headlines? Well, you know what it is, though, Scott? It is, and I thought the same thing as you on this. I thought, this is silly and ridiculous. Why are we wasting so much time? It's Nicki Minaj that we're talking about here. But there's a lot of truth to the fact that, A, she has 22.7 million followers on this. And like some of the outlets are pointing out, a lot of them are potentially hesitant to get it. And she's just kind of making things worse when we want people to, to sorry, to get the vaccine, you know? So... They were disappointed. A lot of people who are professionals in this field were extremely disappointed in her for that. So you got to be careful when you have that many followers. And this is a great example of sometimes, you know, less is more. And and that's okay that she told fans that she wasn't vaccinated. That that whole part is fine. It was until she said, my friend's, my cousin's friend, ball swollen, that we all went, okay. Because up to then it was okay. I didn't go to the Matt Gala. There was a vaccine requirement. I caught COVID. We kind of felt bad for her. I'm doing my own research to each their own. Then she had to go and say that. And that's what made it so much worse. I think that's where like she should have stopped. She should have just stopped there. Even if she did hear that and she does trust that her cousin's friend had all that happen to him. Yes, you do your own research, but I don't know. You got to be careful what you tweet out there. Like now look at it. Now you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm so tired in all of this of people hiding behind, oh, I know somebody or a friend of a friend had this happen or said that. Just talk about your own experience. I mean, Nikki, did you actually see the ball? Did you hold the balls? How do you know the balls were swollen? I mean, stop. Yeah. Second hand, third hand information. It's silly. And, And now it gets a response from the president of the United States. Good God, Joe, don't you have other things to do? Joe Biden's taking a real shit kicking, by the way, down in the States. His approval ratings are just tanking.
Did you hear what he said yesterday? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm going to play this for you quickly just because it makes me laugh. Uh, Joe Biden yesterday doing a news conference and he was talking about hurricane preparedness and stuff like that. Uh, listen to this. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. Okay. I get where he was going with it. It just didn't come off that way. Yeah, I know what he means. And he could have worded that differently. Like, here's the deal. Here's the deal, right? You could have clarified that with, or, or made it make a little more sense. If there's a natural disaster, we all have to huddle in one area. There's safety areas. We want to make sure that, that those safety areas are going to be, you know, vaccinated. So get right. yourself vaccinated before it happens so that we like there's a different way you could have put it. The way he put it was not quite clear. <laughs> no, I mean, and it also makes a difference, too, because and he's quite right. I mean, if you're unvaccinated, there's a more likely chance that you'll end up hospitalized because of covid and they need those hospital spots for people that have been hurt or injured right. because of the right. natural disaster that's not the way it came off not and people are fucking ripping it apart not it at is all <laughs> not helping joe not helping uh all right let's switch gears here i don't really want to talk anymore uh, about politics or the election but tomorrow is our last podcast before the polls open up on monday so tomorrow when Dave's here, we're, we're going to debrief a little bit on the federal campaign of 2021 as ugly and gross and sleazy is it, as it has been. We will talk about it tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Let's get to a couple other things. This story came up on our radio show today, and I tried fucking twice to tell this story without laughing, and I was completely unsuccessful. Cops in Oklahoma City searching for a guy who went into a grocery store on Sunday and took a shit in one of the freezers <laughs> right on top of the Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Even worse, it was a customer that found the poo. A woman named Shirley Wright Johnson was shopping with her two kids. She says she opened the freezer to grab some pizza rolls, but unfortunately chose the wrong pack. You see, after this guy, and, and you got a picture, you know, those big, long freezers that you reach into, like those chest style freezers. They're usually right between the ice cream and the milk at Walmart, right at the very end there. I think everybody knows that. Right, right. They slide open left to right. <laughs> yeah. So this guy goes into that section, slides open the freezer, pulls down his pants, hops his butt up there and takes his shit in the freezer. So after the guy did his business, he grabbed another pack of Totino's pizza rolls to try and cover up the shit. When the woman, who again was there with her kids shopping, 
went to the freezer to grab some some pizza rolls. Mm. She took the one on top. Delicious. According to the police report, when the woman grabbed it, she felt something smushy on her hand. (laughs) First off, if you reach into a freezer and feel something smushy, you know it's fresh. It just happened moments before. It happened. The the only fresh thing in the freezer is that shit. The crime took place and it happened really recently. Was it still steaming? I mean, oh, fuck. So gross. So when she saw this big heaping pile of poo, apparently she freaked out and immediately told an employee. She says she washed her hands in the bathroom, even using bleach to try and disinfect them. But apparently (laughs) this is the worst. She and her kids say they could still smell the shit on the drive home. (laughs) You can't, you can't, no, no. You'll never want to reach into a deep freezer again. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't even imagine. So the store checked their security footage and they say, this guy was a real loser. He was walking around taking photos of women on his phone. And then he eventually took a shit in the freezer. Big red flags. This happened at a grocery chain there called Crest Foods. Just as bad in all of this is, and it wasn't the store's fault. It certainly wasn't the woman's fault. But just as bad here is apparently when the woman went and complained and she was freaking out and she's got shit all over her hand. I want bleach in a sink right now. She just waves her hand in the air, shit flying off her fingers. (laughs) Hey, shit, shit in the freezer. Like, imagine working there. You're like, oh, no. Oh, fuck, no. I don't get paid enough for this. No. That's exactly what I'd be thinking. Yeah, I don't get paid enough for that. Yeah. If somebody shit in the freezer, really. Okay, well, I don't do... That's 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 somebody no. else's job. No. I don't know who's in charge of shit in the freezer, but that's not me. <laughs> okay, so did she end up with, a, with pizza rolls? Uh, oh, okay. So there's more to the story. Okay. Apparently, after the employee provided her with cleaner for her hands and access to the bathroom... As uh, something to make up for the inconvenience of having just put your hand in a giant steamer, they offered her some steaks to stay. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? Steaks. Did she take the steaks? I don't know, actually. What? I. I, uh, Okay, so we know this woman's name. Why would they publish her name? Like. It was a police report. This is public stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. She's always going to be poo fingers. It's always happening. Yeah. Oh, you got shit hands. Oh, don't let her touch you. She's got poo. Listen, I I get that stores are probably feeling bad, and and it was nice that they offered something, but sometimes I got to think it's probably better to just not offer anything at all because after your customer put her hands in a pile of shit, I don't think offering her a package of steaks is exactly going to make up for it. Maybe in your head you thought that sounded like a good idea. It's not a good idea. Just wait and settle it after the fact. Tell her you'll make it up to her. Go home. Wash up. Try like crazy to get that shit off your hands and come back later and we'll figure it out. Hmm. Don't offer anything like that in the heat of the moment. In any case, the police are out looking for this guy. It was... uh, well, yeah, it's a shitty situation. That's a very cliche shitty, as that sounds. Like, would you have like, sh- like, <laughs> shit freezer PTSD after that? Oh like, yeah. 
I feel like I would never ever shop in the freezer section again. Or I'd be or I'd like take a stick with me so I can move the boxes around and make sure there's not <laughs> shit. On Maybe the try side. eating fresh from now on. And 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 on top of that, let's talk about dude who obviously is a fucking nut job. Like he'd be taking pictures. He's a gross person. Like he's just a he's just like scum of the earth. What a piece what a piece of shit. I mean he is, he's a piece of shit. Yes. But why a freezer? Like if you look, if you're gonna take a dump in the store, <laughs> i I know putting all of all of us who are sane are listening to the story and saying it's nuts. But let's just put it this way. If, let's say, you decide to go a little bit crazy and take a shit in a store, you're really thinking that opening the freezer up and hovering your ass over, I assume it was hovered, over top of a box of pizza rolls? Yeah. That's thats what you're going to, that's the one. That's, the, that's where I'm going to take a shit is in the freezer. Not on the floor, not in a plant, you know, not in the back room, not even in the store's bathroom. Fuck that. I'm going to open the freezer up and freeze my balls off taking a shit for someone else to find and then hide it with another box on top. I mean, you're really fucked up if that happened. You're really fucked up. And I pick up a bag of pizza rolls and there's literally human, excuse my language. And I was upset. I was disgusted. I felt like I was violated. I grabbed the bag. I felt something smushy on the bag. So I turned it over and there it was. Darling, you were violated. You put your hand in somebody That's else's no shit in the freezer at a no grocery way. store. No. And you know, it's one thing to accidentally get shit on your hand. When <laughs> <laughs> Listen. It's hear, weird if it's your own out. shit. Somebody else's hear is wrong. Out. Hear me out, okay? Because, you know, maybe you have, you have a dog and you take your dog for a walk. And, oh, no, you didn't realize there's a hole in the bag. Or, oh, the shit moved in a way you didn't. It would move, and you got some on your finger. Like, ah, no. Or you're in the bathroom yourself. Oh, I got some shit on me. I, I don't know. Maybe that could happen. At, at least you know you have, the, you have the comfort. You have a little bit of comfort in knowing whose shit that is. <laughs> yeah. but, it's not as bad but, as if it's your own shit. Like, if you're it, aggressively <laughs> wiping and your fingers go through the toilet paper, that's unfortunate. But at least it's your shit. At least you have a little peace of mind in knowing what you've eaten, you know, and, <laughs> and where you've been, okay? But in this case, you don't know who or what took a shit <laughs> that you stuck your finger in. It's not right. It's really bad. That will scar you for life. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Oh, Oh, that's good. Uh, (laughs) All right. Since we're doing some toilet humor anyway, let's talk about some humor from the actual toilet. The top things that people are doing in the bathroom, according to brand new research that is out. We know that during the pandemic, there was people who needed a place to go in their home because everybody was home at the time while we were under lockdown. And and if you had to take an important call or something, sometimes the bathroom was just a quiet place to go. We knew that was going on and they did a deeper dive into it. And they just flat out asked people now, what are you going to the bathroom for other than to do your business or take a shower? I have a top 10 list. Number 10, this is a fairly common thing just to hang stuff up to dry. They hang it over the shower curtain rod. Okay. We all go to the bathroom for stuff like that. Sure. Number nine is to have your coffee or tea in peace. 
Mm-hmm. Beer mm-hmm. was also one of the beverages that people <laughs> went to the bathroom to drink. Okay. Why would you go to the bathroom to crush a beer? I don't understand that. Well, shower beers. Well, shower beers are good. I, I totally understand that. Do people know what shower beers are, by and large? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. You have a beer in the shower. Well, you got to get the shower like crazy hot, and then you have that nice cold beer, and that's when that beer hits different. Shower beers are good. Margot Robbie got me hooked on that. It is a good deal. Number eight was falling asleep in the tub. People that go in and say, oh, I'm just going to take a bath, and they end up just like passing out, Ooh, falling asleep. Very dangerous. It is, but I feel like unless you're like passed out because of drugs or alcohol, like if you were just tired, if you actually went under and were in a dangerous situation, you would wake up, no? I think so. I think so. I don't know. I've never fallen asleep in the tub. Unless you're on something. I don't fucking know. Washing the dog. Yeah, I mean, that's a good reason to go to the bathroom. Yeah, these are all legitimate, though. Like, I want to hear the illegitimate weird shit. Let's go with the weird shit. We're getting there. Number six is to take a phone call. Okay. Number five is trying on new clothes. Yeah, I mean, you could use your bedroom or whatever, but no, people go to the bathroom for that. All right. Four is people legitimately hiding in the bathroom just to avoid people. Yeah. And that could be a workplace thing or it could be a home thing. I like, will. Oh, those fucking kids are here. Yes. I need some time alone. Yes. You nailed what I was going to say because I could tell you, I guarantee you a lot of that is... Parents that just need a damn break and that that door happens to be one of the only ones in the house that locks. Yep. Let me just give me five fucking minutes alone for what? Like, stop. You know, I could imagine that happening, especially when we were in the midst of the online learning and kids, you know, around you 24 seven and you love them to death, but you just need a couple of minutes. That's where I could see that happening. Number three is sex. I think that's probably the same thing. I mean, people were craving a little bit of privacy during lockdown and maybe they still are. So you sneak off to the bathroom and pork your partner. (laughs) Pork your partner. I think that's another, another thing that was, that's definitely COVID esque to me. But I mean, let's not forget the fact that it's a very convenient to to do things in the bathroom, depending on what you're doing. Well, I mean, the bathroom provides, let me walk you through bathroom sex A lot of washing, a lot of pipes, a lot of fun things going on in there. Sure. I mean, if you like to involve a little bit of uh, water, for example, well, yeah, it comes out of the sink, it's in the toilet, it's in the shower, the tub. Yeah, there's water. If you like, uh, if you need to like prop your leg up on something just to hit the right angle, okay, well, which height do you want? Do you want the height of the tub, the height of the toilet, the height of the counter? You want to swing from the shower rod? Like, there's a lot of different ways that you can have sex in the bathroom. So I'm not entirely surprised at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised people admitted this in a survey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have to go. I just wanted to fuck. Yeah. And the bed was too inconvenienced. Yeah. <laughs> the bedroom didn't offer what we needed in that scenario. Yeah. There's just, uh, we got a jacuzzi over here, you know. They got a flushing toilet in case we need that. I mean, <laughs> it's just very convenient. <laughs> All of, but that's a, also speaking of, okay, falling asleep in the bathtub. I was saying that was dangerous. The sex in this bathroom seems also equally as dangerous to me. You know, pe- people throw that around like, oh, yeah, yeah, do stuff in the, the bathtub or in the shower. Uh, that's a safety hazard. I mean, when COVID's done, maybe Teresa Tam can trot herself out there and warn about the health risks of trying to fuck in the shower. There's a lot of porcelain. It's slippery. That's a lot of porcelain, too, right? I mean, slippery, you're damn right. 
there's a lot of porcelain to bang your head off of or granite or if you're super rich, maybe maybe you have granite countertops. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not going to feel fun when you slip and fall or try to get into that position and fall over and crack your head open and then try explaining that at the hospital. That's not fun. Yeah. Well, you see, I was trying to do a uh, doggy style in the tub and my foot gave out and boom, broke my knee. Backwards you goat. Know? We were trying to do the old backwards goat tickle in our Kama Sutra book. And- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You know what? If you're going to have sex in the shower, you should put on those those aqua socks things that you wear when you go to the beach so you don't hurt your toes on the stones. <laughs> Nothing is sexier. Let's fucking water shoes. Like, yep. let's just go for it. Let's completely fucking water nude shoes. except yeah. for those cats. Let's go. Mine are like mine are rainbows. Oh, this will be fun. Let's do this in like pink and yellow and green. Oh, this nothing will turn you on more than that. Cat essential footwear is important. Like if you wear the high heels when you're doing it in bed, then you should wear the aqua socks when you're doing it in the shower. Well, take it one step further and wear a helmet too. Fuck yeah, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> Number two is to read a book. I've never thought, I feel like doing some reading. Let me grab a book and go sit on the toilet. Yeah. And number one is people trying to get away from others just so that they can have a good cry. Oh, a cry. Oh, that's sad. When you've just had a fuck enough and you're sitting on the toilet crying your eyes out, I have to think at some point you're going to say, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? That sucks, man. That sucks. And and those are all very, I could I could see how those would relate to COVID because you're stuck in your house. So you feel like you have nowhere to go. Maybe you don't want to be a burden on the people that you live with, or you don't want like your your camera to see you at work when you're in a meeting and so you fuck off to the bathroom and cry. That is sad, though. That's sad. And on that, we will say thank you for listening to this edition of After 9. We will be back tomorrow with Dave Blizzard, and we'll have some fun doing a full wrap on the federal election. A man walking through Galveston Beach dressed as Michael Myers. The man behind the costume is lawyer Mark Metzger, who said he wanted to bring positivity to a gloomy day. Police received a call about a masked man with a knife, and when they arrived at the scene, they detained Metzger. Asked if he knew any good lawyers. He was like, clearly, I do not. Uh, Well, guys, here's some good news. The White House just announced that over the past month, the number of Americans getting their first vaccine shot has spiked by 70%. Turns out many of them weren't so much anti-vaccinate as they were procrastinate. Man in England recently claimed he had a McDonald's sandwich with a pig nipple in it. Even more disturbing, it was a fillet of fish. The After 9 podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.